takes it off preaching, and then I can preach. But I got just a, just a little stick, and maybe we'll, we'll read. And, uh, I just desire you prayers. Uh, I want to maybe start reading over in the book of Luke. Uh, in, the, in about the 10th chapter of the book of Luke, and, uh, I know a lot of times we start to read things of this nature and everybody will say, oh yeah, I know that story and I know, I know that there, you preached from that before, I've read that and I know that and this and that. I'm going to tell you, it, it, it does us good to be reminded of some things and uh, the Lord won't place it upon a man's heart to, to bring it in here if it's not something we need to hear again. Uh, but, but, but I want to write, maybe read and then we'll, we'll maybe read the, uh, over in a, uh, another spot here too uh, in, in just a minute maybe. Uh, uh, just bear with us. We'll, we'll try to try to just mind the Lord, and we'll get out of the way. But uh, but in the tenth chapter of Luke, in the thirtieth verse, it said, "And Jesus answered, Jesus answering said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and fell among thieves." which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise, a Levite, when he was at, that, at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. But a, a certain Samaritan as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him, and went to him, and bound up his wound, and pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast, and brought him to an inn, and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence, and gave it gave them to the host, and said unto him, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. Which now of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, He that showed mercy on him, then said Jesus unto him, Go and do thou likewise. And I'll stop right there. Uh, I know that's a very familiar, very familiar uh, scripture. Uh, most of us probably knows all about the Good Samaritan. We've heard it told, and uh, even the world uses this analogy of a Good Samaritan, the one that passed by and the one that had compassion. And uh, I, I, I just got to thinking on those those things, and I told you this, this week, I've just sort of thought over a lot of different things, uh, uh, different situations, and a whole lot of people that I know that are just in different places in their life. Some of them have, have never really been that, that far in depth in sin. Some of them have been further than most of us that ever want to know in sin. But, but I thought about in every life, down in, our, down in our, our soul, when we're lost, the devil has come by just like this man right here was left. Them thieves that overtook him, them thieves that stripped him of everything he had, 
And he was in a condition to where he was left half dead and just to die there on the side of the road in the ditch. And, and, and no matter what 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 form or what what types of sin each one of us has been caught up in our life, we've everyone left in the same state by that old thief called the devil. He come by our way, Isaac, and he stripped us of everything we thought we've had, and he's left us there to die. And and, and a lot of times, just like in this here, that 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 that, that one passed by, that priest passed by, that Levite passed by. And, and, and they tried their best to even avoid trying to get and be part of that man's life with what he was going through. But ain't you thankful for one that came by, saw him where he was at, and went to where he was. Went down there, and, and in his heart, the Bible said he had compassion on him. And when we have compassion, it ain't been long ago, in order to remember, I preached on compassion. And you're over out the book of you, some having a having compassion and making a difference. And as as this man went by and had compassion upon him, he 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 actually got down to where he was. And he actually got down and he actually showed him like that there was still some love in some people. Still some people that had a compassion to suffer right along with you. He could have walked on and he could have went on about his day and about his business and he could have just he could have just forgot all about that man and not had to worry with him. But you want to know what the church is here for, Isaac? Uh, God didn't call you to preach to stand you up to look good in front of everybody and just to stretch your way and walk right by every sinner and put yourself higher than them. Like he didn't put you a deacon in this church to put yourself lifted up. He didn't put me in here to be above anybody. But you know what he does? He sent us on a path just like that Samaritan was on on that road. He put him to walk in that way because he knew that they were thieves out by there. He knew what kind of people were on that road. He knew what kind of people was out there. But yet he set that man on a path to walk in that way because he knew there was going to be somebody laying on the side of the road that was going to need him, going to need what he had. There on his on his beast. He didn't go down and take they said he took his own beast. He took what he had packed on his own beast. And he used that with compassion on a man that needed something to get him up out of the ditch where he fell. You know what God's got the church for? I've said to many times, Herbert used to say it. He said this ain't a showcase for saints, it's a hospital for sinners. He put the church in this way, Tommy Dale, that we can be a light in people's lives. And as we go by, it's not for us just to walk on the other side of the road, but we're to have some compassion and suffer right along with these people. Oh Lord, if we'd ever get our lost people in the true sight to where they are, they're down in the ditch, left their half dead, and just waiting on to die. We want to get down on our knees, have compassion in our soul, and get up praying for them. At the time we're looking around and saying they deserve it, they're getting what comes their way from the way they live. When we need to be realizing there's a day in our life when we was laying there. We ain't no better than nobody else. You know what I am? A sinner saved by the grace of God. I ain't laying there in that ditch no more. 
You know why I ain't laying there? Because somebody had compassion on me. You ever wondered about that old Samaritan? I have. Well, I was in a certain Samaritan, so they was, he was an actual person. I've often wondered, Chad, if maybe one day he had not laid at that ditch. I've often wondered, lady, if maybe one day he was, he'd been right down there where that man was. He's laying there with no hope and no help. Everybody walking by, looking down on him and avoiding him more than anything. And they didn't want to stop and take the time just to have a little bit of uh, compassion on him. And maybe one day there was somebody passed by his way the same way he did for that man. They got down to where he was and bound up his wounds. Poured in the wine and the oil and loaded him up and, and took him somewhere where he could find help and rest. I just wonder if he hadn't been there before. What makes you wonder that preacher? Because I got to thinking about the church and I got to thinking about me. I've been right where the lost me be. I've been right there. And what the Lord did, He set me on the path. And you know what He did? But He says over there in the Word of God. You see, your brother had me. He said, if you bow with compassion, how well the love of God in you? There's a whole lot of people in a whole lot of situations. I've never been a whole lot of things that a lot of people's been there, Lane. I just ain't. I thank God I ain't. I've never been, I've never been an alcoholic, I've never been a drug addict, I've never been a whoremonger. I've never been none of them things. I just ain't. But you want to know what I have been? Lost. And you know what? I was in the same shape. It's the alcoholic, I was in the same shape as the drug addict, the whoremonger. I was in the same shape, Savannah. And you know what? When you've been where somebody else has been, you can have some compassion on them. You can suffer right along with them because you know what they're feeling. Hey, I heard me and come by my good buddy Robbie this week and said, Son, I've been right there where you at. I lost my daddy too. I know what it's like to lose your best friend. And then men can have some compassion with Robbie. They can have that bond with him. And they can feel one another's pains as they hugged him. They felt where he was at. They knew what he was going through. I'm going to tell you something right now. I can get a hold of any lost man they is. No matter what state he's in. And I can say I've been where you were at. I know what it's like to be lost and left for dead. I know what it's like to be stripped of every hope that you've got and left there to die. That's where the devil left me. And I can have some compassion, Linda. We had compassion on us above all. We came to where we are. Who felt our pain? Jesus Christ. That's the reason through these things. You read, you read through the Word of God and you'll find what Jesus passed by and when He saw people in need, you know what He did? Have compassion. 
He suffered with them. He bore their pains with them. And Lord, He didn't make a difference in their lives. I thought about those men that walked by. Those men that looked down. Those men that avoided. And they made a difference. But it was a negative difference. You know what did he do to me after? Walk by the two hundred and ninety steps higher and look at you like I'm better than you. It's going to make a difference in your life. You know what you're going to do? You're going to say, I don't want to be like that. I don't want, if that's what a Christian is, I don't need that. And I ain't saying we can all say it. I ain't saying we go along with it. And I'm going to tell you this, you better love the sinner. You better realize who you really are. You better see that to be you. And you've been there. Jesus never once went by anybody in their sin and told them they was all right in their sin. But he left them enough to go down to where they got to bring them out. And I'm afraid that it's what gets twisted. I tell you to sit down at the bar and drink a beer with them neither. <laughs> But in your heart, you realize where they're at. And they say, this is what you've got. That man couldn't get himself out of the ditch. That man couldn't get himself to an end. He couldn't afford it. He couldn't afford it. Why? Because he doesn't have the strength of everything he had. Doesn't touch all what he had. That's what the old thief, the devil, will do. You think everything you got and leave you where you think you're hopeless. Where you think you where, where you think you ain't nobody wants you. That little fellow may have been at some point laying there on the side of the road and he got looked down on some much money just walked all over the ditch. He might have just got deeper and deeper away. I thought that's where a lot of people do. I get looked down on so much that they just roll on over in the ditch a little further and a little further. And nobody has compassion. This this man had somebody that stopped by his way, stopped down where he was, and cared about him. God help a bunch of self-righteous people that a lot has become. The world we hold ourselves so high that we forgot where we come from. Forgot who brought us up from where we were at. I thought as I was reading in this, thinking on these things, Over in the book of Mark. I thought about this man right here. If the Lord was coming through here, I'll start maybe in the in the ninth chapter of the book of Mark if I didn't say, I'm sorry. And and, and I want you to think on where we read over there. In 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 in, in uh, Luke, what what the Lord told what the Lord told when when he asked them there he said and he said 
he that showed mercy on him. Then said Jesus unto him, Go and do thou likewise. Now who was the neighbor to that man? The one that showed mercy on him. And he told him, he said, You go do likewise. That's a commandment unto us. But you think over here in Mark, and he said, I'll just start in the 17th in that ninth chapter, 17th. And one, and one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which hath a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth, and he gnash, and gnasheth with his teeth, and, and pineth away. And I spake to thy disciples, and they should... That they should cast him out. And they could not. Now you think about that right there. Here's a man. That brought his son. That had a dumb spirit about him. A spirit that tired at him. A spirit that causes this man to gnash and foam. Now this is a man. That's, that's, that's been brought down low. This is a man that's, that's in a pitiful state. But this old evil spirit. Just tired him away. And he killed him. And he brought him to the disciples for help. And they couldn't help him. Now, ain't it awful for our people? This is this man's child. We bring our children, our family, our friends, and we bring them to the church and they can't find help. Ain't that a pitiful thing? Scared to death. This was this man's child. He loved him, ain't he? He cared for him. And the disciples couldn't help him. But he got him to Jesus. Jesus had something to say there to him. He said, he said, and he answered him and said, Oh, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him. And when he saw him, straightway the spirit tired him. And he fell to the ground, fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming. Now just, just, just to ask you a question. If that happened in front of you, what are you going to do? What are you going to do if you encounter something like that? That's a scary situation to be in. But there's a person in me. Can you have compassion? Can you care? Can you suffer right along with them? Are you going to look and say, it's too far gone? There's no hope for that child. There's no hope for that man, that woman, that boy, that girl. The Lord had told them there's a faithless generation. Didn't have faith. Listen, he said, and he asked his father, this is Jesus asking the Father, How long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said of a child. And oft times it hath cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. That stood out to me. This man came to him with a gift. He, he got him to the Lord. He got him there, but he still 
if. But yet, did you listen to what he asked? He said, have compassion on us. He didn't leave himself out. If we want, this man was to the point where he was wanting to truly help his child. You know what he had to realize first? He needed some help. Have compassion on us. When's the last time I got down praying for my objects? They said, Lord, have compassion on me. I'm not where I need to be. Lord, I've I, I walked by them people that's in the ditch a few times, and I ain't just got down there and suffered with them. I ain't got down to where I need to get. I ain't got the place to where I could be used by you. I've been on my way, and I've walked right on past them. I've looked down and avoided them. This man realized he needed to get where he, he should be to be able to help his own son. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Praise God. If thou canst believe, that all things are possible. You know what? It's just like we preached the other day. Only believe. We've got to get to that place, Daniel. The more we believe. What did we preach on this morning? Faith. That faith is where it's all at in this salvation that we've got. It's believing in. Believing what God can do. It's possible. We've got to have some compassion in our life for our people. And realize that we can't do it. But God can. He said, And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. In other words, Lord, I believe in you. But I'm going to tell you, there's some places where I'm lacking. And them places where I'm like, I believe, and I honest, honest before God tonight, I believe there's some of us in here that believes. I believe there's some of us that, that's been a trying to get into the place where we can help our people, but I'm going to tell you, there's a few things probably still lacking in our life. And you know what? we got to start praying, Lord, I believe, but help me with my unbelief. Those small places in my life where I've just not fully give it all to you that I've not fully trusted you, Lord, let me get to that place to where I give you everything. Do you think the priest that walked by that that man down in the ditch believed? I believe he probably believed somebody. Do you think that Levite that walked by saw him and kept going to believe? I believe he probably believed somebody. These were religious men. But you want to know what they looked down there and thought? That old boy's highest gave He's too far gone. That old boy said, went. They just, there's no help for him. You know what they had? Unbelief. Unbelief. You know what it caused them to do, Mike? It caused them to go to the other side of the road. It caused them to look the other way. It caused them to avoid. If we get in that way, Isaac, in our Christian life, and we look and we say there's some people that just ain't going to get it. There's just some that it's impossible. They've already been stripped of everything dignified in their life. They've already been brought down to a place where they're half dead. And if we get to looking at people with their eyes and quit looking 
looking at them with a heart that's got compassion. But we ain't going to make no difference. We're not going to see them get what they need. We need to get to pray and Lord help me with my unbelief. I think about that little old boy, darling. A reason. I think about that young man. Head down a fast path. Head down a way where it just looks like there ain't going to be no turning back. But God help me with my unbelief. Help me to get on my knees. Help me to believe that if I just take some time and I'll get down off of my feast, get out of the way that I'm going. Get down where he's at. Love him enough to get the oil and the wine and pour it in his wounds. I can make a difference. Like it or not, I believe that. God help me with my unbelief. Quit looking at him down the ditch and thinking they're too far gone. Same way for that boy. Remember how somebody prayed for you and prayed that same way. Remember how somebody got down where you were and loved you enough to preach to you and get down and love somebody else the same way. We can have some compassion and make a difference. And we can go through this life Walking on the other side of the road and unwilling to look where we need to be looking. And not make a good difference, but make a bad one. Scar somebody so bad that they're going to use you for their excuse that they won't go to church no more. That they won't hear the gospel. Yeah. I'll say this, if a man stands accountable, what he does with the gospel, he makes an excuse that might ball in this, might ball in that. But a man will go to hell because he denies. But we ought not be a stumbling block. We ought not give reason for those things. We ought to be having some compassion. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee. Come out of him and enter no more into him. And the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him. And he was as one dead in so much that many said he is dead. And what do you reckon that father thought I did? Oh no. What happened? Now that spirit's been torn him and killed him and left him laying there dead. Some of our audience, we get to cry it out. The Lord gets to work on them. We will go what? We'll look somehow and they'll look in the middle of this. It looks like the Lord, like, like that old evil spirit's gone in our lane. 
They like it just took the very life out of them, and they ain't no more chance there they lay for the dead, sin that ruined them, and they're so far gone. Hey, don't you reckon this old boy looked about like that fella did there on that road to Jericho when that Samaritan come by? Don't you reckon this old boy just looked dead? That old evil spirit, God has got to rebuking it, and when it got out of him, it tore him, and it took him down. He looked dead. Hope you like it, God. This place that just looks impossible. It shows you how possible it is. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he was come into the house, his disciples asked him privately. Why could not we cast him out? Boy, is that a good question. You ever wondered it? You ever seen the objects come and go, come and go, come and go, but never a difference? Oh, what the matter and why can't we can see this done? Listen to what the Lord said. And he said unto them, This kind can come forth by nothing but prayer and fasting. We want to see some things answered in our life. You want to know what it's going to take, Jay? Prayer and fasting. It's going to take getting down serious. You know what, you know what getting down and praying for a good while will do, man? It'll get you on your It'll get your knees sore. It'll get you back to cramping up. You don't want to have to do it without some food every now and then. Oh, it'll make you hungry, won't it? Oh, it'll get you, it'll get you in a state where you feel like you're going to die on it. Doing without some things and maybe not even the natural food in this life, but doing just a little bit without some of our natural pleasures for a little while. You'll get down and you'll get sore and you'll get in a state where you feel like you're dying. You want to know what these disciples were lacking in their life? Compassion. They wasn't suffering with this man. They wasn't suffering with this child. They were high horsing it, walking by and looking down. You don't know where we got to get. What is that? Whoa, I'm with y'all. We got to get down and get low sometimes. We got to get down to some prayer and fasting. And like I say, you can, you can do without a few meals if you want to, but not just in that. But I'm talking about doing away with a few of the things that we hold so dear in our life. Fasting is doing without something. It's laying some things aside because there's other things more important. people born again. See how churches revive and grow in the spirit and the power of God. 
This kind only comes that way. It's going to take us getting serious with God. I'm still preaching revival here at the church. If we have done God home, they've done their part. It's up to us to carry revival. The preacher has been weeks ago. Yet I hope to God you ain't let it go yet. I hope the things that got preached that gripped our hearts, that got us in an altar, these objects that we've been praying for, I hope they've not forgotten. It might have took him a little while to get the stuff off, the, off his beast and get the oil and go to rub it into them wounds. It might have took him a little while to get him up over that thing. It might have took him a little while to get him down to the end where he needs to be. We can't give up on him. We can't quit. 91 year old man. Guess where he's going if he dies? What his condition is in? Hell. Because he don't know the Lord. Because he's half dead. This old thief the devil's come by and robbed him of everything he's ever had. And how much compassion do we have? But you are not saved that. By the confession of that man's lips, David, he told me he was lost. By the confession of that man's lips, he told me he didn't ask God to save him. My prayer is, Mike, did I can get down there with you and just rub some oil, some wine in the wounds, and then I don't look and say, well, they gave him six months, he's already quitting eating, and he's getting ready to leave here, and there ain't another thing I can do. God help me! To stay in the ditch where he's at. Man stood in front of us and said, I'm an alcoholic. Church, pray for me. Well, I preacher, he's done went back to drink and he's in the same shape he was. I'm going to tell you what, church. Stay in the ditch with him. Pray for that man. Have compassion. And get on your knees for him. We're so bad we talk about how that people's in and out, up and down, and we'll promise to pray for somebody. Hey, they'll slip up and go right back to acting like a sinner act, huh? and we're done with them. Lord, help us to have compassion. This kind comes by prayer and fasting. That old evil spirit had a hold of that man's son. It didn't let go easy. Them old disciples thought they were going to walk up like they always do and say, Get out in the name of the Lord. Did that matter? He did. They didn't get that long. They didn't feel that dad's pain. They didn't feel that boy's pain of where he was a son. And they didn't make a difference, did Well, why couldn't we do it? Because there's a faithless generation. Because they wasn't willing to go to the ground and fast. 
Because they weren't willing to do away with a few things in their life to feel the suffering of another. We need some compassion. We need to remember that somebody loved us enough to get down where we were. And the evil spirit that won't turn loose, easy. Have you got a hold of that man around? We ain't gonna turn him loose. No! You wanna know something about We can't shake it off of him. We can't jerk it out of him. But you wanna know what we can do? We can have enough compassion to call on the one that can. We can love him enough back that he'll see up something right along the side and not give it up on him. Lord, I believe. Start praying when you're happy with the unbelief. The places where you've let down, where you ain't believing, God help me with my unbelief. The places I still need to move up. I'm pretty sure it's just like it is about the body. I don't care what it seems like. Get your eyes off of everybody and get your eyes on you. And get your eyes, hey, where there's no vision, the people perish. Quit looking at these. Hey, hey, start watching this. Quit worrying about this pew's empty and start worrying about that lost man that's down in the ditch. I don't believe I, that priest was just worried about what they had, to, where they were going, what they had going on. They wasn't worried about that one that was down in the ditch. Why not? He didn't have compassion like they should. There's no enough prayer and fasting going on in their life. The boy has to fasting for a good Samaritan. No doubt, friend, he will have no more than I know I need you for you now. You get ready to have my grand child. And you know something? Because I've been there. Yeah, Dana, we've been there. Early life, we've been there. Praying for a young And not giving up. And not quitting. And when that child comes into this life, you'll experience something like you've never experienced. A love like you've never known. And a willingness to go hungry so it can eat. Amen. A willingness to sleep out in the rain so it's not enough room to get in the shelter. Because you want that child to have the good things. That's what we've got to do as a church. The praise and mercy of God. We look, you know what was wrong with them men? They weren't looking at that man's son like it was dirty. They weren't praying for that man's boy like it was their boy. We need to pray for your brother like he was mine. We need to pray. For your brother, like he was mine. For me to pray for Mrs. Boyd, like he was mine. 
because it is my burden. He says, bear ye one another's burden. He says, to bear your own burden. But he also says, to bear ye one another's burden. Oh, if you're your own, I'm mine because of you. I ought not have less compassion on your papa because he's not my papa. I saw my papa at 86 years old walk from the back of this church to this altar to get saved. You want to know how bad I want her to feel the same thing I did when, when I seen that man get saved? You want to know how bad I feel that? I want you to have it, Daniel. I want her to have the same thing when I walked out of hospice and he looked at me and he, I said, me and you don't say goodbye and that man looked at me and said, I'll see you again. I want you to have that when that man leaves here. But it's going to take me Doing some prayer and fasting. It's going to take me praying for him like it was Charlie Rains and like I loved him as much as I did mine. Because I should. Because he's just as precious. He's no different. He's a lost soul on his way to hell just like my papa was. Just like your family. That you've prayed for. Just like your friends that you've prayed for. We get that soft mind of God. We get the us for no more kind of mentality. We want to see everything happen in our families, in our lives. We want to see our, be able to rejoice knowing our faces are going. Or to be able to be the same way about yours. It ought to just walk by on the other side of the road and not have compassion. Boy, where you follow the Lord, you know what he has to ask you. He suffered right along with you. He came up on the multitude of those that was hungry and needed meat, and the disciples was ready. He said, let's just send them back so they can go get them something to eat somewhere No, the Lord had compassion on them. 5,000 of them, not counting women and children. That was just the limit. But the Lord had compassion on them. You know what he did? He started breaking bread. He broke off a piece of that to the disciples. It was up to him to pass it out. The Lord's already had compassion on my people. And you know what he's done? He broke us off a piece of bread. And he said, pass it out. Why can't we see him saved? Why can't we see things done? And we find this time comes about turning fast. We need will. To get hungry with him. We ain't willing to get thirsty with him. <coughs> we ain't willing to get sore, get down, and do without with him. We won't be like half of the ones over there when the Lord is sitting at the table with him, and there's only one woman that was willing to get down in his face and go to watch him. You know where everybody else was? They was up there on the level with Jesus. They thought they deserved to set by the fire where he was at. But even Jesus got wrong for us. He got more than any man ever had. He took every man's sin, every man's shame, every man's disgrace, and he bore it for us. He carried our shame. That's a man that had compassion. And the men of sorrows and the formula of grief. You know what he did? He prayed, he fasted, 
He prayed for me and you. He did without the glories of heaven. He left all heaven. He left the Father to come be where we were. Where we were laying half dead, He came down. You know what? He brought His own grace. He brought His own mercy. And He poured it into our wounds. You know what He did? He sat on us and set us on His own knees. And He took us to a place to where we could find rest and comfort. And He said, He paid, He paid for us to be able to stay where we're at in peace and joy and comfort and refuge. And he says, if I see anything else, though, when I return, I'll pay. You know what we need to do? Have that same spirit of Jesus. And do that for our fellow man. Care about them above anything in our life. Seek the salvation more than we seek anything else in this world. Because it's all that matters in the end. I told you this morning what being saved was. It's being rescued. You want know that man to get when he climbed down? You want know that, that man to get when he climbed down? You saved that man. He was half dead. You know, he was half dead. That means he was half alive. And he still hoped that he was. And he was still hoped. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, when I look there, I'm still hungry. It's telling the objects look there, but still half alive. I still got hope. It's going to take me and you coming down from where we're at and getting down and suffering with him a little bit. Here's enough to have to And love them. You thought how to how do that thing. You know, you didn't want to look down on them, dying, sores. Somebody tell you about it, it's so Willing, it doesn't mean you. Willing to love you. He's no greater feeling. He loves you. He doesn't love you. The devil already left him. Left him. Half dead. The more evil spirits had already poured that old boy all the pieces. And if that did we need to have compassion. He would have compassion. He would suffer together with one another. That's what the Lord laid on the heart tonight.